is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you wanna get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday I will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary VGW group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Isles Buzz podcast. This is your one-stop shop for everything surrounding your New York Islanders. And now, here are your hosts, Dan Petru and Noel Fogelman. Dan, another exciting season of Islanders hockey is upon us. The offseason flies by every season. It's, it's ridiculous. Friday, first game against the Capitals. Won the division last year by one point. Got upset against the, the Blue Jackets in the playoffs. Big things happening with the Islanders this year, Dan. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, before we really get started, I, 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 we know you have a lot of options uh, for your Islanders content. We appreciate you stopping by here. Yes. So, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little later. <laughs> yes, we will. Um, that's right. We, uh, we have a lot to get into here. We're going to break down the season as it starts on Friday, gets in the full swing uh, with the home opener, and we're going to do our crazy over-unders, which we always do, and then forget about yeah, last year we didn't we pay. never paid we never paid off last year's, did we? Uh, no, but I I think we missed on all of them. But <laughs> I think we did too. Yeah, but with this year, I think I think we're good this year. I think we're gonna nail every single one of them, and we'll we'll discuss a little bit later in the show. But the big news of the day, um, everyone refresh Twitter at twelve o'clock, seeing whether or not Hosang, Hickey, and Fritz would get picked up. Long story short, only two guys got picked up. None of the Islanders were. Eric Comrie got picked up by um, Arizona, which is a, a great move for them. They didn't actually need another goaltender. But the Josh Hosang story, the saga gets picked up for another season. It's like a TV show. <laughs> well, I think what we learned here is a couple things. Bob McKenzie had a great tweet yesterday saying that he thought every, these guys were going to clear. 
because what is so valuable right now is roster spots. And you have 50 roster spots between your uh, in your organization, right? 50 spots, and they're extremely valuable. So for that reason, teams are hesitant to just claim people off waivers unless they find the real need that they think they can fill. So that's why he thought the players were gonna um, to were gonna clear. I host saying obviously clearing because I think this is a representation of how teams feel about him. I mean, he could still get traded, but I think this is pretty obvious about how much value he has, which is nothing. Um, and then when it comes to Hickey, I think Hickey could have gotten claimed. I think what kept Hickey from getting claimed is three years left in his contract. Agreed. That's a long time to commit to a six or seven D man. Yeah. The uh, the salary itself, two point five, is not bad. Oh yeah, for... the salary is not the big deal. No, no, it's at the all. length of the contract. Exactly. Because you know, remember, these guys would have to stay on your roster. They can't. They would have to pass your waivers again to send them to the AHL. Right. So if you're claiming someone, you, you know, they're gonna have to go on your roster to start. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. And, I mean, Hickey, he, he's there if, if need be. I mean, it uh, absolutely helps Bridgeport. He's going to play there. Manisopoulos hurt for a while, so it, it helps Bridgeport. And he's a valuable asset who can be up anytime now. We all know Boychuk could get hurt. We don't know about the right. other guys. We don't know. And, by the way, they announced the rosters and Noah Thompson's on the team. We don't know if Noah is going to stay here past the nine games. We'll discuss that a little bit later. So it's not like Hickey's gone. He can right. come back in any, well, any moment. I think it's interesting because I don't feel like this would have happened in the past under the old regime where the best player makes the team. I think it says a lot how Trotz and Lou feel about Noah Dobson, that he not only bumped Hickey to Bridgeport, he put a guy making $6 million in the press box in Johnny Boychuk. Right. That's how much they think about this kid. If this was the previous regime, Dobson would have been back in juniors. Ever. He would have been back in juniors week one. Back in juniors, or he would have been in the press box. Oh, yeah, that's another story. You know, The Barzell incident yeah, experience. Exactly, and we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But just the order. I mean, I'm not surprised that they waived Hosang. He had no role on this team. I mean, and I'm, it's not the other. It just he did. Who did he beat out? I mean, I, I think he had a pretty good camp. All in all, he had a pretty good camp. The the coaches, the staff, everybody's happy with him. It's just not enough. It's not enough to displace what's already there. That's plus, the thing. And plus, his con- I mean. The only thing that gets away of Josh Hosang is Josh Hosang. And his comments about playing defense is not in his mindset. I mean, look That's at not your, something you say out loud. Look at who your head coach is. He's one of the most right. defensive-minded head coaches in, 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 in hockey history. Look at Lou Lamarillo. Look, look at these guys. They eat, sleep, and breathe defense. And for him to say that, I mean, it's just... You shake your head. And maybe this will be a reality check that 30 teams did not want you. Right. And, and who knows, like how far he would have dropped in the draft in 2014 if Snow didn't take a chance on him. We don't know that. Well, I think the reason, too, is you've seen what the emergence of what Dal Cole has become. Yes. He had a really good preseason. He's, he's, he's getting to the dirty areas. It's almost like uh, Dal Cole has a little bit of Lee in him. I, I don't think he's going to be a 40-goal scorer, but I feel like Dal Cole has carved out a role for himself on this team. He has, and the offense has. I'm actually come excited yet. to see him play with some 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 better play to maybe play in the second line to play with some talent. Yeah, I would totally throw him on there. Um, he has a hell of a shot. We haven't really seen it yet up here. He's displayed it a lot in Bridgeport last year, and for him just to make the strides that he did over the last couple of years says a lot about the kid himself. And he busts his ass. He he knows what he needs to work on now, and the time he spent in the NHL so far can only help him moving forward this year. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for him. He's put a lot of work in. Yeah, absolutely. He's a good kid. 
Um, also, the big news this past weekend, we after years of talking about it, we finally got a shovel in the ground, Dan. Yes. We got a yes, lot of shovels did. in the ground, and a lot of fans <laughs> took, you know, helped out. And, I, I, you know, the organization did right by the fans, getting them involved, yes. getting, you know, the jars of dirt. I think that was fantastic. Saw many people with the hard hat signed by the alumni that was there. It was great. It, exactly. Uh, I don't know what the insurance was there. If someone got hit or fall, you know, fell down a ditch, you know, Andy, <laughs> Andy Dwyer and stuff like that. But yes, I fell in the ditch. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know pit. I fell in the pit. That's fell in the pit. pit. The, the oh, pit. Yes. The pit. Yes. But you know, and the fans deserve this more than any anybody. But the Islanders also did a great thing for themselves and kind of spinning the narrative about focusing on the arena, getting the fans involved, and not talking about the needs that this team needs right now. I know right. the, the arena is obviously the most important thing in this organization, and it totally is, but this season, the arena's not going to be there. Right. And we still need more offensive pop. They need a top six forward. That's yeah. all they need. Yeah, I mean, that's easier. Or, or something we'll get into later in the show, they need to fix their power play. Yes, I, here's the thing. I don't think – if you look at the numbers, and I, I normally am not a numbers guy, but if you look at the numbers, this was one of the best teams five-on-five five in the league, one of the best even-strength teams in the league. And their five-on-five five scoring was also top ten in the league. The problem why they look like they can't score is because they're in that power play. So we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. But if the power play is okay, this team is going to be fine. This team will score goals if the power play can just be average. That's that's all you need it to be, basically the middle of the pack. Um, and if, if that can happen, a lot of good things are going to happen this year because we've seen so many predictions, and I'm not going to mention where they were from because I don't want to give these. There's been some people. brutal ones. There've been. I some... feel like it's just a copy and paste. Oh, what's the narrative? Oh, okay. They, you know, it's just like it's just, it's annoying. It's like lazy journalism. It's just like this team is not a sideshow anymore this team is a well-run organization i mean in what world would a team coached by barry trotz and a team that's run by lou lamorello have a 20 point regression yeah and maybe maybe five you know maybe maybe six seven eight maybe nine points not 20 right and look what you've lost from, from this okay i know you lost robin leonard and i wanted him back in the worst way farlamov will be fine exactly um you lost Fippola, who had an unbelievable year. I don't blame him for leaving for two years in Detroit. You got Derek Broussard, who on a one-year deal is looking to prove something. Other I think Broussard's going to be a really good fit for this team. I agree. Other than that, it's the same exact team. You get a full year of Devontae's, which can yep. only help them. We don't know what Noah Dobson's going to bring. He's a, a wild card. I would imagine he's going to contribute a lot. And then we don't know. Anthony Bavoulier is still growing. Matt Barzell is still growing. You have Lee, Nelson. I mean, Nelson's going to be interesting because he has the contract now. Was yep. last year just to get the contract? Oh, so, hey, happy Brocktober, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Speaking <laughs> speaking of September ending, you saw that um, that deal that the NHL made with Green Day, right? Yes, yes. I mean, well, what, Huberstank wasn't available? or I Oh, mean, come on. Don't, don't you put Green Day and Huberstank in the same breath. I, I, I'm just going back. I mean... Green, Green, Day, Green, is, Day? Green Day will be – if they're not, they will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at some point. They already are, but um, – Okay, good. All right. How dare you? I mean, Green Day, I mean, Green Day was big when freaking Todd Bertuzzi was on the Islanders. I they mean, were also big five, six years ago. Exa- five, six years ago. I mean, oh. I, the, the, uh, this league is just 
don't know. But they don't regurgitate music every year like Weezer. No, I mean, I don't know how. Would you rather have? Would you rather have twelve crappy songs every year? No, I mean, but this is they had a Broadway musical after one of their. I I understand that, but this is a league who thought putting CeeLo Green on Stadium Series was a good idea. idea. But they are a rock band. They should be fine. I don't have a problem with this relationship. Of the things that's wrong with this league, I put that like around 674. But which is the amount of Islanders podcasts there are. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what they should do is um, I don't know. Maybe someone can rate like what top current, 25. Who do you what, what, what who do you want to line up with? You want me to line up with like Imagine Dragons, which is just basically spicy Nickelback. Oh, don't 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 hate on uh, Imagine Dragons. Come on. Yeah, they're what? They're just a little pop band. It's like they're like Maroon Five. They're mom rock. Yeah, but you know, I guess what Maroon Five hosts they headlined the Super Bowl last year, right? So yes, yes. So I mean, like I guess if you're gonna compare the two, I guess Green Day is better than Maroon Five. So yes, of course that that, that worked out. But still, it's just well, wait, Weezer was at the city, not Stadium Street, Winter Classic last year, right? I don't know. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, they really haven't had a good album since their first one. But okay, never have I. Never have I loved the band so much, and after the two albums, actually start to resent and despise them. Yeah, I mean they they have the nerve. That's, that's, that's a different podcast. Yeah, exactly. Their last album, they had the. I know they they covered Africa and that blew up, but they had the nerve to cover Tears for Fears. Everyone, everybody wants to rule the world, and it was just a horrible rendition. And they're my favorite band, and I feel like I have ownership over Tears for Fears, your favorite band, and yes. you have the how did, and you have the right to, to diss Green Day. No, I'm not dissing Green Day. I'm just, I'm just questioning why they, you know, partnered with the band in 2019, 2020. Yeah, I don't know. That's all. You know, I, I don't if, know. If it was, you know, know, 99, 2000, that's a different story. But it, whatever, it's okay. All right, after the break, <laughs> our over unders. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, we're back. Um, this year, we are actually going to pay these off. Hopefully. I don't believe you. At least May and June. I will remember where I put it in my notes and my phone. I'll send it mm, to I don't the believe cloud. You, I don't believe you. In, insert Ron Burgundy meme. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll put it in my safety deposit. I'll I'll put it somewhere. Well, I'll remember it. I'll take a picture of it. I'll put it in the frame. These are lockdown predictions that both Dan yes. and I give. Sure to go wrong. Of course. All right. We will start with. You gotta do it in the Mike Francesa voice. Over. Over. Under. Under. Okay. Under. Yeah. Over. I, yeah. I don't. I don't like Diet Coke though. So. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Matt Barzal, right? Okay. Rookie yeah. year, breakthrough, 80, 85 points, won the Calder. Yep. Last year, point total, he regressed. I mean, it's expected under Barry Trotz's first year. Uh, I'm sure it'll balance it out. So we set the over-under on the two-year average, which was 73.5. I can do math thanks to my calculator on my phone. So over-under, Dan, 73.5 points this year for Matt Barzal. Hmm. It's a good number. It's yeah. a good number. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over. And I'm gonna say 75. 
I think that would be a nice improvement. Um, I don't think this team is as inept as it seems. If they figure a few things out, which we'll talk about in a little bit, I think they're going to be okay scoring goals. Um, so I'm going to go over. Not much over, but over. All right. I'm going to go over as well. Uh, I was actually going to pick 75, but I'll, I'll, I'll pick 76. Um, I think the power play will improve. They finished 29th last year. I think he can easily get 10 more points on the power play next year or this year. So that'll bring it to 72. And he can find a couple more goals. So I can see him scoring about 23 to 24 goals this year. And that'll get to 76 points. So we both take the over. And I'm sure Matt would like to hear that as well. <laughs> okay, so speaking of the power play, which was... I guess what's a very polite way to say it sucked balls last year. Okay. It was yeah, 29th out of 31 teams, 14.5 percentage. I mean, that's just, that's God awful. So I figured they have Jim Hiller now, who is an approved assistant coach. They got rid of Scott Gomez. That experiment was one and done or he was there for two years, right? I can't yeah. remember. Now. Whatever. He's two gone. or three years. I don't know. Yeah. Two years, two years. He's gone. Okay. So I set it at the middle of the pack, which roughly 16. So they're going to finish better than 16th in the power play or worse than 16th in the power play? Um, well, I guess this, I would say, how does this work? The over would be higher than higher. 16, right? Yeah, it'd be higher okay. than 16. All right. Um, I'm going to take the over. Um, okay. I think they're going to be around 18 to 20, which is still an improvement. If they're around that, they're a playoff team for sure. And they're competing for a division. It's seriously the only thing, based off of last year, the only thing that is keeping them from being serious contenders is their special teams. So they get this power play figured out. Um, I think to go to 16 is a huge jump. I would take 18 to 20th, and I think they'll be absolutely fine. But I'm still going to go with the over. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the over too. I'm gonna I, I think they're gonna jump 10 spots, which is a major improvement, which brings them yeah. to 19. 19th. Which is totally right. fine. Uh, I think they finished with the lowest amount of power play goals last year. So if you want to go yeah. percentage, whatever, that's that's just it's terrible. Um, they'll bring back the same, the same I guess units. Uh, we don't know whether you know Dobson will get involved in the power play or whatnot, but I can only imagine you know Barzal improving, Nelson, all, all these guys under Jim Hiller, and. Uh, I don't want to get too excited in the preseason or get too down on what happened in the preseason, but you saw some good, you saw some bad in the power play this this Saturday. You saw pretty much the full roster in Bridgeport against the Rangers. They scored two power play goals. So there'll definitely be an improvement this year. It all depends on how much of improvement there will be. So we That's both fair. yeah, we both have the over. Okay. All right, now um everyone's favorite Bridgeport Sound Tiger, Josh Hosang. Uh, he played 10 games last year with the Islanders. I set the over-under again this year at 10.5. What says you, Dan? <sighs> Under. Okay. Under. Um, I think it would take a couple. I don't think he's first in line for a call-up. I think Wallstrom is, based off, based off of camp. I think Wallstrom had a fantastic camp. Um, and if a center gets hurt, I think it's Kovla. And we don't know what Bellows is going to do. There's a lot of pressure on Bellows this year. He needs to have a much better season. Um, but I don't think Tosang's the first call-up. So I think it would take a couple injuries for him to get called up. So with that being said, I'll take the under and I'll put it right at 10. Okay. I will take the under and I will 
make a bold prediction. I say he doesn't play another game for the Islanders in his career. I said that last year. Wasn't that bold? Yeah, well, it didn't work last year, so I'm going to say it's going to work this year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, All actually, right. Actually, One of these years, we're going to yeah. be right. I, actually, we didn't pay off last year, so there's no record of you saying that. <laughs> I never said that. It never happened. Never said that. Never said that. Nope. Yeah. Um, like you said, I think Wallstrom had a great camp. I think pretty much raised everyone's eyes this year about making the team. Uh, a lot put, more physical than I thought. Yes, He's a physical put, player. Put his uh, disastrous freshman year at BC way behind him. I think yeah. his time with the Sound Tardies last year, he did that as well. He played very well in the, the five-game series against Hershey. I think he'll have a great start, and he'll potentially be a, you know one of the first call-ups because he can score goals. I think he can infuse that mm-hmm. offense. Um, Bellows, I don't know. Hopefully he can kind of follow in the Michael Del Cole um, path. Maybe one year earlier, because Del Cole did in his third year. This is Bellows' second year. Uh, you also have Tanner Fritz, who I know I'm a little higher on him than most people. He's a very valuable fourth-line guy. He can play plenty of minutes. He can He's a spark plug on the, on the um, penalty kill. Good defensive player. He has some offensive pop. I think he'll be a call-up. Otto Koivula. Those three guys, and I'll, I'll joke. I mean, I don't think he'll play in a game with the Islanders, but Colin McDonald's down there as well with, with, the, sure. with the Sound Tigers. It's an AHL deal. I don't think he'll play a game, but there are options. There's three options right there, way ahead of Hosang. Then you have the two guys, the two extra guys in Kunako and Ross Johnson. I'm still shocked that Ross Johnson made the team. I love the guy. Brings the physicality, a little, little bit of the game, but I thought that Fritz would have stayed up there. I guess the feeling is if you uh, he can Johnson can sit in the press box and just sit yeah. in the press box. It's not a big deal. Where I, I'm thinking, okay, they want Fritz to actually play. I, I can I can see that, but I mean, you know, what I mean, you don't. Right. I think Fritz has some value to actually be playing right now. Yeah, and and Tzikis, um, you know, he's a, he's still a little banged up. He Trot said he should be good to go on on Friday, but wouldn't you want to have just insurance? I mean, I guess you have Kunakle there. Well, wouldn't you want yeah, Kunaka could play has played center before. Right, so you have those guys; they're all ahead of Hosang. You can also call Fritz up for Friday too. That's not good. Yeah, Fritz Friday. Yeah, so all, all yeah, those right. all those guys are ahead of Hosang, and who knows right. how how he's going to react to this? You know, latest drama in, involving him. I'm sure we'll get quotes. You know, I mean, hopefully it's nobody wanted me. I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Turn it around. That's right. Be a point per game play. Yeah. I think that's what's, what's going to happen, but I don't. I don't think yeah. I don't see him pl- getting back to the overrunners. I don't see him playing a game for the Islanders ever again. So, and it's a real shame because when he was up there, his first couple, you know, his first stint a couple years ago, he was just so exciting. I even said he was the most exciting Islander since Ziggy Palfy. And I, I truly yeah, I believe you that. Yeah, made that outrageous at, claim. Yeah, and I truly believe that at, at that time. Then again, I, I said that after that Matt Barzal was the most exciting Islander since Ziggy Palfi, or since Josh Hosang before Ziggy Palfi. So, yeah, so <laughs> I, I've been making those claims a lot lately. <laughs> All right, so we both have the under on Hosang. Okay, now um, everyone was surprised that Jordan Everly returned to the Islanders. Everyone assumed that he was going to be out the door. They got that done quickly, and... Everyone expects a big year from him this year. It's been a while since he scored 30. Actually, it's been since the 2011-2012 season. Last year was the first time he scored 20 since the lockout year. The year before, he scored 30. 
So I'm going to set the over-under at 29.5 goals, Nick. Uh, that's a bit much. That's a, that's a huge jump. Uh, I think he's going to have a much better season. I think he's going to bounce back. I will take the under. I'll put it around 25, and there's nothing wrong with that. We'll take 25 goals from him. Yeah, I, I'm going to say under, and I'm going to say he's just going to finish short with 29 goals. I think he's going to get some off the power play, which is definitely going to help him. I think that hurt him last year. Uh, just the chemistry with him and Barzal. It's hopefully will uh, kind of reunite because they, they were apart for a little while and they got reunited at the end of the season and it helped a little bit. So I and Eberle had a really good uh, first round in the playoffs, like most of the honors. We're not going to talk about the second round, but the first round he scored a lot. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say 29 goals, just gonna fall short of 30, which is a big improvement of. I believe he had 19 last year. Right. All right. So we both have the under. All right, so uh, now we go to Noah Dobson, who made the team, uh, had a very strong camp, opened a lot of eyes, everyone sung his praises. He's at least going to get the nine games. Uh, With Hickey down in the minors, do we have some insurance there? They saw Boychuk. I'm not sure who is going to be in the top six on Friday. So let's set the over-under nine and a half games for Noah Dobson. You take the over. I think he's going to stick. I don't know how many games he's going to play, but I think he's going to be a regular NHLer. I don't think there's any reason to send him back to juniors. If they did, they would have, he would have been gone already. I totally agree with you. I mean, if it's an absolute disaster, they'll send him back. I don't see that. The kid looks poised. He looks confident. And it just it's another piece into the like dynamic young defense that I believe one publication said was a weakness for the Islanders this year. Not, not, I'm, I'm not going to say which yeah, that one. Was good. I'm not going to say which one, but they do. No, have do a... call them out because it's stupid. Okay. It's lazy, stupid journalism. Put a name on it. All right. I'm, Who I'm was gonna, it? It was the one that has uh, swimsuits edition. Yeah, Sports year. Illustrated. Exactly. Exactly. Don't be afraid. USA Today had stupid ratings. No, too. I'm, I'm not. Don't afra- be afraid. I'm not afraid to call out lazy journalists. No, I, of course not. I'm not afraid. I mean, there, there were a ton of just bad predictions this year, and I just yeah. can't get into all of them because they were just god awful. But yeah, Sports well, Illustrated. Those two were particularly bad. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, Sports Illustrated had their defense being a weakness while yes. returning the same offensive core being a plus. Right. Flip those around. I don't know if that got lost in edit somewhere. <laughs> Flip those yeah. around, okay? Because that was, that was bad. But we both have the over in Dobson. And yeah, way over on both of them. Okay, so now we're going to get to points. Uh, last year they had 103, the most in, I don't know. 30 years. I think last time they had 103. Dan was had a pencil case in fourth grade. Uh, so yep, I was do, uh, do, uh, doodling pictures of uh, Kevin Deneen. <laughs> God, Kevin Deneen. Listening to Green Day right now. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. sure. <laughs> okay. So I set it a little low just to kind of average out all of these horrendous uh, predictions. So you I should take at, the predictions of others. I, I'm. I'm just. You should go off the Vegas lines. The Vegas line, I think, I don't remember what it was. I looked at it about a month ago. I thought it was, ni- I thought it was 95. Vegas 95. Line. All right. But I'm going to set it at 92 and a half. That's way too low. Over. Next. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the division, if, like, I've said this many times. I'll say it again. Let's just go through the division real quick. The sure. Capitals are good. They're not that much better than the Islanders. No. A couple points. Carolina is good. I would say they're equals with the Islanders. They're within two or three points of each other. 
Um, but they have some issues. They have some issues as well, too. Yes. Um, I think the, the Penguins are regressing. Yes. Uh, I, and I do not think uh, – I think the Blue Jackets are an absolute shit show. Right. And I think the Flyers, Devils, and Rangers will all be better, but they're not there yet. Yes, I, I – So I think the Islanders are top three in the division, and they're going to be over 92 points easy. Yeah. And th- that's what... I would put them at uh, – let's put them at 98. 90, okay. I'm 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 gonna say and I think that's low too. I think they're a hundred point team. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and say over. I'm gonna say a hundred. Um There you go. What which really bugs me about all this is none of those teams got better. The no. ones the, okay, Capitals didn't get better. The obviously no. Rangers, Flyers, and Devils, all three got better. Carolina's better. Um Carolina not in goal, but overall. Not in better. goal. I mean, you know, does Zingle will help? I mean they lost, you know, Justin Falk. They lost um Calvin DeHaan. Um I I still think they're a playoff team. They'll probably be fighting for a top, you know, third. I think they'll alternate. They signed with, Jake Gardner, didn't they? Yeah, they signed Jake Gardner, so he's yeah. he's a, a plus over you know Dehan at least, uh, who stays healthy right there. Um, the, the only thing that frustrates me is that the Islanders improved. They didn't build upon last year. They had the opening and they just didn't have a plan B for when Panarin just you know took less money to play New York. Yeah, I know. I think, like, but, I mean, I'd be going nuts if all these players were traded to other teams. There really no, were no other trades. No, and they're really, you know, yeah. And you know what's funny, you know, because you know how I've been, like, been on this whole uh, offer sheet, you know, uh, tirade all, all off season. And there was one, yeah. which was a horrible one we all thought at the beginning of the uh, offseason. Yeah, and, and, and it turned out to be a pretty horrible one because a lot of the players signed for less money than what uh, Sebastian Hambo got. And, yeah. you know, it's pretty – a lot of the bridge deals. But the Islanders could have at least made an offer sheet. Doesn't mean these guys are going to accept it. Probably, yeah. But also yeah, – You're right. You know, but whatever. Okay. It's so, water on the bridge right now. It, it, exactly. Got to, you know, go to war what we have. And that's what even Lou said, that he doesn't think about offense. You know, it's all about defense and, you know, scoring one more goal than giving up. So you want to – He lets Hosein go, go to bed thinking about offense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, uh, scoring two goals. One more, right? One more. Uh, uh, two more, actually. Speaking of blue, okay. okay. Um, he's made one trade. I'm not just talking about draft day. You know, trading picks moving up in the draft. He's made one dr- trade since he's been GM with the Islanders. We all know that's the Matt Martin for Eamon McDonald, Eamon McAdam trade. That's it. Nothing yeah. at you know the trade day. You know, nothing at the deadline. Nothing at you know the draft day players. Nothing this off season. So. When is Lou going to make a trade? I know trades aren't the end-all, be-all. Look at Mike Milbury. But they certainly help. So let's set the over-under at one and a half. Is he going to make at least one trade this season? I'll take the under. He might make a trade. <laughs> I don't see him making two. Back to you. <laughs> Back to you. Um, I'm going to take the over, and I'll, I'll take a slightly over. I think he can make two. I mean, if there's anything for – I mean, I, I don't see him trading Hosang because, obviously, his contract was fine. I, someone would have claimed him, and I don't think anyone's going to give up an asset for him, you know, a draft pick. So I don't think they're – Hickey possibly could be traded later on in the year if, if there's need for a defenseman getting hurt. Who knows about the deadline if they're fighting for the division this year or even fighting for a wild card, you know, to improve the team. There are a lot of guys who, you know, are could be rentals. So I'm going to say over on the trades. Okay. Okay. And our last one. Okay. There were two new additions to the Islander podcast family today. Arthur Staple at the Athletic, teaming with Mark Parrish, former Islander great. That's going to be a very fun listen. And Andrew Gross, 
Islanders beat reporter for Newsday, is having one as well. Both friends of the show. Wish them well on their podcasts. So that brings the total to, I think, what? What did you say earlier in the show? Six, 647. 647. Okay. So I, th- I really think that they should at least have a, you know, like a, a countdown list of like the Hot 100, you know, of the Billboard 100 <laughs> Islanders podcast. And, and just go from there. Um, so I'm going to say the over because I'm sure there's be at least four or five more by the end of the week. Yeah. It's good to see we cra- we finally cracked the top three hundred, so that's good. We're, we're going places. Yeah, it's it's like we're the um, flight of the Concords, you know, we're like the third best uh, New New Zealand folk act, right, or whatever it is. <laughs> hey, you know, yesterday was uh, International Podcast Day, so happy International Podcast Day, Noel. Yes, likewise, and likewise. Too. Hey, thank you, and but, but to be not be jerks and be real real for a second, um, we do appreciate everyone who's listening. We appreciate uh, our friends at SB Nation because since we've, we've made the move, um, our, our numbers have been through the roof. We couldn't be happier with the success, and that's all from you guys. And uh, we also want to thank uh, the Islanders Anxiety, our friends over there. Um, we really uh, we have a great, great little home now, and we want to thank all you guys for making it so special. Absolutely. And we look forward to a great year. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Dan Saracini is also having a couple new Islander-related podcasts Yes, yes, please check well, them out. Which, they, he, they really do fantastic work. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even, you know, all the other podcasts, this team had for years has not had an outlet. The fans have not had, you know, their voices heard. You know, the national right. media just pooped on this team. So it's good that there are so many podcasts that these fans just, you know, work so hard in working on these fantastic podcasts, not just ours, but all the other ones to give this team the coverage they sorely deserve. So uh, good luck to all of them this year. Dan, I will make sure I keep these uh, over-unders safe. (laughs) Yes, please. Lock and key.